0: progressive presents adjusting to the suburbs you used to associate crickets with silence but since you bought a house in the suburbs you know crickets hate silence if any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise they might think maybe i won't do that constantly all night long luckily you can save with progressive by bundling your home and auto now that's something to make noise about just not constantly progressive casualty insurance company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers
1: with one of the best savings rates in america banking with capital one is the easiest decision in the history of decisions even easier than choosing slash to be in your band next up for lead guitar you're in Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined.
0: What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. I'm
2: going to let you finish. I figured I'd say it first because we never say the name of the show anymore. We, know, we, we just know. start talking. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to assume that like, at this point that
3: you're here. If you're yeah. <laughs> listening to us, you have an idea of what you're doing. It's like you don't, every time you go to Target, you don't have to say, you're in Target. It's like, you know? I kind of figured
2: it out. Yep. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? i
3: okay.
2: You know. It's a Monday morning, guys. You know, we used to tape on Mondays. We don't tape on Mondays anymore, but, you know, Somebody in this group is going on a road trip, which makes me quite jealous.
3: Well, <laughs> somebody, you. Have I to get wish a I was you probably gonna. You can get a better probation officer, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? It's like, I (laughs) love that you
2: said that you could go. Your probation officer was like, You're free to go now. You can go, you can go,
3: just you know, you're allowed out of the city, you don't have to wear the ankle braces. Uh, Check in every day. So,
2: I'm so jealous. Well, it should be fun.
3: (laughs) It's any any chance my cats are not going to be happy when I come back, but they're right, right.
2: Who's gonna I, check in on them?
3: Uh, whatever, they're cats. They'll hide. Cats.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Not just, like
3: dogs. Cats. Do you, are you have like, one of
2: those timed feeders that does the I fresh ones? I just, work. but not mm.
3: timed. I'm not mm. that fabulous. It's just mm. they'll figure it out. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Like mm-hmm. they'll figure it out. They,
2: they always know, do. <laughs> survive
3: Pompeii. My cats <laughs> will figure
2: it
3: out. Anyway, anything? Uh, anything? Uh, the last week of no, do you want to talk
2: about this no? Because once again, another rainy weekend in New York. Oh I don't know about God. you, like oh out oh west, our guys ahead, who listen ahead. to this out there, you're having full on heat blast. Hell, hell We're hell. having weird heat, humidity, but rain. This is the fourth rainiest July on record since okay. they started taking okay. the records. Okay. So, literally, it's rained. I, I think they said like. 15 out of 18 days of, 19 days of July.
3: As a plant owner with outdoor plants, I'm not mad at it. No, listen, everything is,
2: but do you see how everything is super green and super luscious? It's exhausting because what happens is, then we come to Monday and it becomes 89 degrees and tomorrow's gonna be super hot all during the week when everybody's having to work again is super hot then we get to the weekend when everybody has weekend plans and everything gets rained oh out.
3: well that's what people get for having weekend plans
2: yeah
3: <laughs> how stupid are they mm-hmm. weekend plans mm-hmm. well speaking of someone who clearly had a lot of time on their hand this weekend mm-hmm. your personal jesus britney spears has mm-hmm. been on has
2: <laughs> you remember how before we were all like feeling sorry for her well no we still feel sorry for her. we're like britney doesn't control her social media it is very clear now (laughs) that there is a shift that has happened and britney spears has the keys and the passwords to her social. oh yeah
3: oh yeah so she you know it look uh, all joking aside it is obviously a good thing that she it's looking more and more like she is going to be able to Uh, regain a good amount of control over her life, which is a good thing, as it should be. But it's now gotten to the point where I don't want to hear anything from you until the story is over. Because now... I, the only person who she's not attacking at this point is Kevin Federline. <laughs> I mean, he's come right. out of it, and he probably well, actually was true. fine. You know, but I
2: guess, but I mean, you know, he's always spoken his support. I guess for her, and we just the things that this goes into the shit that we don't know about this story, right? And I guess she's, from what I'm gathering, is the support that public support now that she's gathering from her sister and her mother she feels like maybe that wasn't there when the father was doing all of these things. And where was everybody when all of this was happening? Which I get because now it's like, we wanted to have her freedom. It's like after she basically had to break out of jail for it. Like I was always wondering during this situation, where is, where is her mom? You know what I mean? Where, where, like, because there were issues with the dad, with that family and even with the mom. So I'm like, why is it that everybody's just kind of let him take over when he wasn't around always? You know what I mean? It was a very... Listen, I get saving your kid. I absolutely love that he yeah. saved his kid. Because we've seen the flip side, right? When everybody's like, why didn't somebody do something? But I don't know if doing something looks like this for 13 I don't know.
3: Was he saving his kid or was he ensuring well, back? paycheck?
2: Well, I think back then he was saving his kid. I right. do think that back then. But... I, you know, getting a full conservatorship that lasts for 13 years and having this much control—don't yeah. tell me she's high functioning enough to do a tour. And I say this to people, as someone who's worked on tours, let me just say this: it is really fucking difficult. Everyone thinks you sing and dance and it's easy.
3: Well, in her case, no, she's not. She's only. But but it, but it
2: doesn't even matter if that. I know because knowing your cues, knowing where you have to be, the quick changes are usually. 45, they're short. If right. you can do all of that and be where you need to be, and nobody thinks you're going to get on stage and yell bloody murder and try to escape, I think you can also manage your checkbook with right. some help. And guess what? Some famous people, he's like, I don't want it to go broke. Nobody does. Some people do go broke. That happens. But that doesn't mean that they're, you know, incapable. And I'm tired of people wanting to diagnose this girl with something we don't know what her mental health capacity is yes we saw her in a really bad way but we also saw a young woman who had two kids back to back paparazzi chasing her getting a divorce not able to see her kids Anybody would have a sort of nervous breakdown in a place where you can't trust anybody. Do you remember how she'd be going to get coffee and it'd literally be like 60 paparazzi surrounding her car. That time she's sitting in the car crying, begging them to stop and they're just taking the picture. Anybody would have that kind of a breakdown. So I do like you, I have a lot of sympathy. I still fear for her, but what I want her to do and I want her new team to do is be like, all right, you said your point. Now let's go to the courts and do what we have to do and you know not lash out so much cuz i know that the the natural reaction is lash out and say these things that you've not been able to say but i think for her it will be more impactful to now that she has somebody who's advocating for her especially if you still have to go in front of all of these judges who's advocating for her let him do his thing and then when it when when we get to to the to the big points in it then you can say what you need to say you know
3: um, I agree. I just, um, I'm just tired of people venting on social media. All of, of it. It. All of
2: it. And, you know, it's just like...
3: And it's not, and again, and, and then we'll, it's not to take away sympathy, but I just am tired of it. I
2: don't and I'm nothing. also tired of people's family shit. It's the same that, like, the Harry and Meghan shit, right? It To me, it's the same thing.
3: I don't give and, a fuck about but, Harry and No, Meghan. but I'm but, I
2: really don't. Sorry. I, I don't I, give a fuck well, anymore. I got to tell you, it's, it's so crazy because I was really into it at the beginning. I was. And then it got annoying. No,
3: I just don't care about Yeah, and, and I
2: don't care either. But it's the same principle to me. Everybody said their initial thing against their family. Now have your family fight privately yeah, because really honestly,
3: yeah.
2: there's parts of both of these fights we don't know. So stop having the part. Everybody's having the parts we want b- to know public. So go to your corners and go beat up your families, like the rest of us, in private. <laughs>
3: right. Well, I wanted to, just because we were talking about Britney very quickly, um, waiting for my check for Netflix. We're talking about this show twice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just
3: talk about um, the This Is Pop series, which is on Netflix, which is a lot of fun. Um, if you're a music person, and a lot of fun if you're not a music person, but I will say, it's about seven or eight parts, about 40 minutes each, really well produced. And I will say, the testament I can give to it is someone who has been knee deep in the hoopla since the for oh, forever, I'm learning things that I didn't know.
2: Which is always um, a good thing, right? Yeah. I love that when I'm watching a good music documentary, yeah, and you think you know some shit, and they hit you with something, you're like, I had no idea about that.
3: Right. So the two segments I watched this time, um, were, um, the auto tune one, which, um, is interesting, but the, the Swedish, the, the domination of the Swedish producers in, in the, um, nineties. And I, I have to say that I was, so Dennis pop starting with ABBA and working its way up. Um, Dennis Pop, people like that, Max Martin, the Sharon, and and these are the people who created um, or molded the sound of Backstreet Boys, um, most prominently Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears. But they went on to more and more groups. And I actually went to Stockholm in 1999 for Vibe magazine to my thesis, which the late Dave Bree, bless his heart, believed was that um, Sweden was the capital of R&B music right now, because all of this stuff had an R&B kind of edge to it. And um, I just thought it was, um, it's a really interesting thing. It talks about why Sweden, there's many reasons I won't go into, why Sweden as opposed to in any other country. There's cultural things, there's musical things, the Swedes grow up speaking English. But it's it's a really interesting documentary, and it does talk about the cyclical nature of pop music and so i i recommend it but the swedish one is very near and dear to my heart because i unironically love that stuff you know right. um all right so you want to you saw a documentary that you really like about um oh uh, you talk about jay bob and i can talk about the the new york music show so why don't you talk about the jay balvin doc if you want
2: jay to balvin do, you know <laughs> It's like you say, and, I, and I'm starting to believe this. I love a good documentary. It's very interesting when you see one from an artist's point of view. There's some that I feel like will give you a little more of an unflinching, raw look. Now, what I felt like- This is on
3: he, Amazon, right? It's That's on right. Amazon. It's on what Amazon. I felt
2: like his documentary delved into well, was talking about mental health because he suffers from anxiety and depression. <laughs> and, and they go into it a lot and, it, and you see him having sort of episodes actually a lot. Okay. You know, I felt like the whole overall framework of the documentary was framed around, you know, there's a lot of unrest in Colombia right now. And especially the young people who are feeling like there's no hope, they need education, and they're really rallying against the government because they're feeling stuck. So, really, the the over the arc is he's coming back home. He's ending his show in Medellin Stadium, which is the big one. It's the last stop on the tour. It's like, it's like a big his biggest show ever in his home country. And people are calling him and other artists out because they're not saying anything political and saying anything about this young man who was murdered i believe by the police that there was a killing so it sets off a lot of civil unrest but he's not said anything and it's like it's 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 framed around the grappling of as an artist
3: what's his responsibility and then when you
2: do kind of say something then he's kind of getting attacked people feeling like that's not enough And then you know it's leading to, you could tell, all right, this is leading to, you're going to say something on the stage at the end of the show. Which is of course, he says something on the stage at the end of the show. So that was a little predictable and a little storyline-ish to me that I didn't like. What I did like was him showing, it does not matter if you fly on private jets. It does not matter if you have this gorgeous home. Doesn't matter that you're having all of this international success, depression, and anxiety affect everybody, it's the same as that person who's a homemaker at home, it's the same as the person who works on the posters, it's the same. And that's important because I think seeing more men and more men in, in black and in Latin cultures, which are traditionally very macho and machismo driven, as far as men, don't talk about your feelings, dealing with mental health issues it's really going to help a lot of people and uh, because i personally think that in our communities i'm glad to see people really addressing it more because i think with a lot of these young people out here there are a lot of people grappling and suffering i know i feel crazy amy i feel different after this pandemic i feel
3: well, yeah. I mean, very,
2: very, and mentally different. And well, it's hard. And my anxiety that I struggle with sometimes, it really, it's, it comes differently now after all of that, you know? So well, I think I, there are people suffering.
3: No, there are definitely people suffering. I mean, I, I have, I will watch the J Balvin. I like J Balvin. Um, you know, um, he's coming from a much more conservative, um Uh, country and background you know I don't even go into the church and stuff like that but um, that was
2: his point in it he was saying I say something in this half are happy but this half aren't I say something this half a happy he was like and I don't even know all the information I just I'm an entertainer that's his. Yep. No,
3: I'm yep. sorry. No, I, I, okay. I, yeah, I,
2: uh oh. Well, no, you have to watch it. I think just watch. I it.
3: know, but I don't know something. You're an international superstar with access to media 24 seven. There's no excuse. Yeah, you know, but I
2: deal with. But you know what? I've dealt with artists who honestly I, don't want to know anything no about excuse. politics.
3: Well, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. He's. It's not politics. It, it's. It's. Your country. You should know yeah. what's going on in your country, especially in Latin America, which are. Well, my point is, is that um, I'm glad he's talking about mental illness. I will say that um, it is a much less taboo subject now. It is a subject that people freely address—not freely, but younger. Um, I would say 30 and under. It's something that people are uh, much more aware of, much more open to talking about. So that is a good thing. Yeah. Um, people do not have to suffer in silence and I hope he's dealing with it. But yeah, I have no continence for people who are like, oh, I'm not aware of what's going on. You fucking grew up in a country that has been in turmoil forever. If you're willfully deciding you don't know what's going on, then fuck you. I'm Amy sorry. You don't spoken.
2: have to no, you don't have
3: to I you know even if he said I'm for the junta or whatever, they don't have a hunter down there. But uh, come on. You know, if you're not part of this, you sh- you sh- you're an you're a uh, you're a minority. You should know what's going on in your own country. All right, I'm gonna just real briefly. There's a great exhibit if you live in New York City, if you want to travel to New York City, at the Museum of the City in New York, which is a fantastic museum, which I was very late to going into because it was like it's kind of far uptown. It's on Museum Mile on Fifth Avenue, and uh, it's called New York what's it called? I wrote it down. New York, new music. And it's, yeah, New York, new music. And it's sort of centered around the New York downtown, mainly downtown music. No, not downtown. I should, I, I strike that. The New York music scene, 1980 to 1986. The 1980 entry is somewhat tied to the 40th anniversary of MTV, but their MTV-ness of the show, of this exhibit, is minimal. And for what it's worth, a lot of people did associate MTV with New York back then. It, well,
2: the- it was. It was, you know, that it was Times Square, the center of the universe. Right, Th- no. So, yeah. yeah, so it definitely Trinidad was, was yeah. It was definitely, and it was a New York moment.
3: It was in New York, but this show is just, I mean, I went with, people who are about 10 years younger than me, but all New Yorkers, all people who were in the clubs, all mm-hmm. people, as my friend said, you know, he was 14 years old going to the clubs. He was sort of a free range child, but yeah. you could do that. But it's it's great photographs of everybody from Grandmaster Flash to Sun Ra.
2: Oh, wow. Great,
3: great exposition, <laughs> uh, fantastic videos, I mean, Del Byzantines, which was Jim Jarmish's band. Uh, Three Teens Kill Four, which had David Warden North. Um, the Bad Brains. Uh, I mean, just band at the ESG when they were 15 years old. At wow. this little club. So great archival stuff. The posters, people don't remember that back in the day, the advertisement were ads in the Village Voice. Oh,
2: my God, they so were. <laughs> and, and
3: the Soho Weekly News. That's uh, how you found out about shows. Or posters on the street, right?
2: So, I used to love the... Yeah, the, like, yeah, that's I would how you go, check like, everything. And I would go to my Village Voice and immediately right. be like, Bye. okay, who's going to be in... Three. You got right, it for I mean, yeah. Who used to be in town? <laughs> and I knew... Right. And I knew where, because, you know, you could get it early on Tuesday nights at certain locations. Because it came Place. out every window. Aster so I would Place. go to Astor Place and there was a few other little dots along that side of the village that had right. them early. So I would go before I got on a train to go to Queens and I would... That's how you and my got your voice, jobs in your apartment. Everything. And I would read the personals. I, first thing I would do was go to Michael Musto and read what he, right. what bullshit he had going on because it was I always something him. good. And then when he got to Great shit! If it was a blind item day, I'd be weak. I'd be so excited. It's like, oh, is this blind items? Because they were always so good. It's so
3: yeah, cheesy. no. So it, it it is very much like I said. It functions. It's it's just very well done. Um, look, no no exhibition is going to be complete for me. It was very nostalgic. I'm looking at pictures and I'm like, oh my god. I knew him. Oh, my. I saw a picture of somebody who was my roommate in San Francisco who did live in New York for a while who's dead. And I was like, holy crap, I haven't seen a picture of him in 40 years. Right. Um, so it's very nostalgic, but it's also very informative. So I, I, I do highly recommend it. Museum of the City of New York. Um, uh, you know, time tickets. If you're a teacher, you get them for free. So that's oh, really?
2: Nice.
3: Yeah. Um New York City employees I think do get in for free. So I do have it. Anyway, I highly, highly recommend it. All right. Any uh any dish you wanna you have anything? I don't pay, you know, I, I know you're much more tuned in to what the kids are giving a damn I'm about. I'm
2: not paying attention <laughs> to shit. It's like this weekend was just you know, this it's been a weird summer because nobody's really touring. Oh, I will say this like food fighters having to cancel a show because some COVID
0: Big now
2: surprise. you now you've got these Olympics haven't even started and they're a shit show. It's like athletes are dropping left and right because because of COVID. Japan is... Like, why are they... I understand you're like... You know why. It's money. It's money. But we haven't even started... The countries haven't even started mixing yet and they're dropping like flies. Yeah, I (laughs) know. I
3: mean, I went to... Oh, my God. You know, so there have been... um, My neighborhood, uh, I live in Brooklyn, there have been these little party street parties uh all summer kind of ad hoc because of the uh, the safe streets thing where they've been mm-hmm. blocking off street so um soul summit which is a party that started out really fun and and kind of underground which of course had ballooned into something ridiculous but yeah. it is a big house music party that will not be happening this summer because they couldn't get permits because the parks department is nervous about that neither will afro punk afro punk's pretty much gone yeah done but um So they've been doing on one street on Saturdays kind of more of a house music, dance music, but not, you know, straight up, like more of a vibey kind of like mixing African music and stuff. But on Sundays, they've been doing a full out fucking house music party. And Barbara Tucker was performing, who was house music legend. Well, you know, she lives in the
2: neighborhood again. Yeah, I
3: know. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I know. And I, I heard singing and I was like, that's live. But I didn't get to see her. But so there... We have full-out
2: black gay <laughs>
3: men with, ha- with towels, and all that's missing is the talcum powder. Um,
2: <laughs> that
3: said, your, your intrepid reporter, Miss Linden, is not getting all up in a dance mix. No,
2: no. it's funny. Like I've been I'm invited- on the
3: sidewalk. I love it. And, I, and uh, I still have, you know, I'm, you know, we we know what's going on in terms of COVID, but I'm still like, eh, I don't Listen, know you. I'm not dancing I, with you. I've
2: been invited to a couple of dancey things that I really wanted to go, and I didn't go. Yeah. I'm just like, it's going to be too crowded. Like, I was about to Saturday across the street from my house in St. Nicholas Park. Shout out to Harlem. Um... There was a DJ set up and they were doing really fierce house music. It was just starting. I was running errands. I was like, oh, I'll go sit out there because it wasn't Sunday Sermon, which happened a couple, of, a couple of weekends ago. Oh, for, it did? Okay. Well, as a block party for, you know the show I told you about Run the World on Stars. Yeah. They filmed the finale and they actually filmed a bunch of locations in Harlem. Oh, cool. And so they had a block party. And so Norman, Storm and Norman DJ, and it ended up being that. So- they were playing music and I was like excited. Okay, great, I come in, drop off my shit, go to turn around, the sky opens up. I was like, oh, this looks like it might be just a short little drizzle. But of course, it wasn't a short little drizzle. It rained for the next couple of hours, so that killed that. But yeah, like you've been telling me about the stuff in Brooklyn and the friend was like, come, come, come. But to me, I just, I you know, there's these variants going on and shit. Yeah, and, I'm, I, and I'm kind of paying attention to that, like, yeah. I know, I, uh, uh,
3: I know someone who got a variant. Um, he's okay. He's vaxxed. I'm just being cautious. I mean, I'm Me not too. being paranoid. Neither I'm not am not Because paranoid. I, I mean, I did go to a restaurant. On Saturday after the show, shout out to Taranga, which is a great restaurant. On uh, yeah, Western I've Center. been
2: to a restaurant too, and we sat our table was by the door and we were inside yeah, yeah. of, and, and I'm we, doing it, but I'm not gonna squeeze into a crowd and be dancing of right.
3: sweaty of sweaty men.
2: Because no. I'm I'm looking around and I'm saying, man. I now I'm starting to hear people who've been vaccinated are getting the variants, and some have gotten sick. They haven't gotten or oh, I'm in the hospital sick, but they were sick. Yeah, so I don't, I'm trying to avoid that moment because yes, I think we've all been cooped up and it sucked. But I think a lot of people are also acting like
3: it's all over It's
2: all over, and no one said it's over.
3: No. And, and well, we'll see what happens. But like I said, uh, as we've said, it's better to wean people off than to just sometimes rip off the bandaid with stuff like that. And people are going to be less likely to want to put the mask back on. If you've told them, they could just do whatever they want. I have to tell you really quickly. So I was just looking at my phone, which I know is very rude. Mm-hmm. And our delightful friend Barney Hoskins, mm-hmm. who he and Mark Pringle run Rocks Back Pages, which is also on our network Pantheon, mm-hmm. just texted Shout out Pantheon. Right. Re- re- really enjoyed the latest episode of our show with uh. the talk of the Euros Cup. <laughs> <laughs> And just how whack Paul Simon is, or
2: isn't. <laughs> Listen, I'm all not right, trying right, to. We, do, okay, we're gonna we go back it. to this because so, no, I'm no, gonna say it because no, we, I. It, I know because the, the fact no, that we said you're I know, I know, I know, I know, which is hilarious. The Americanness of us is sorry. just like, listen. we apologize. We're not, it's not even the American, it's like New York. It's just the Euros Cup. We thought it was we, a cup of We thought it was, thought a, it cup was a cup of Euros, China, you know what I'm saying? I thought they gave you some Euros and we put apologize. it in the motherfucking cup. We apologize. <laughs>
3: this makes up for Mark Pringle saying de la sol, for which I did learn after we talked to Maurice. I'm like, or, I'm sorry, Morris Bernstein. Right. I'm like, oh, it is, that's how you guys say de la sol. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to really briefly, and uh, we forgot to do this, Courtney. I'm so admised. uh Let's uh, rest in peace to Biz Marquee.
2: Yes. Uh, like, legend. I mean, I'm legend, sorry. Legend, I legend, legend, apologize legend, legend, legend. for We should have opened up the show. Right.
3: I'm so sorry yeah, yeah. about that. So Biz, uh, you know, uh, just one of the greats. One. He of the likes greats. my taste
2: in records.
3: Oh, good. That's cool. One, one day. Very cool.
2: Like, Like, this was, so my local record shop, I believe is open. Maybe they've only been open, I think three years. So this is within the last three to four years. And I had gone there to buy some records. And then of course, because I'm greedy, I was like, <laughs> I was I like, you
3: say said of greedy, you're expansive. There. No
2: greedy. I was okay. like, well, of course, when you buy records, you need Chinese food on the hood spot, and there's only one that I go to, which is next to my barbershop, Figs. Shout out to Figs on 8th, between 134th 135th. My spot, everybody goes there. Who's sitting in the shop talking to him but Biz? And I had an armful of records, I was embarrassed because you know, I had like weird pop shit. And I, and I just found in the bed. And he was like, oh, this one's cool. He's like, what records are those? I said, oh, I just, just bought some stuff out to the collection. He went through them. And I don't remember all that I had, but he was like, oh, this is cool. And I think I had like a Grease style track. And he was like, oh, I love it. He was really cool. Really, really, really very nice, nice, very nice fun guy. That it was always fun. When he was around, not many people just bring people pure, unmitigated joy. There's yeah. something about when he would be around, people were so excited, almost like kids that he was around. Well, you know? he, well he did Yabba Gabba Hey. You I know? mean he was on a kid's show. <laughs> right. No,
3: I and I think I met him. I inter well, I met him once at the Tibet Freedom concert, and he was sitting backstage with the biggest Afro wig I've ever seen on anybody. He was gonna perform mm-hmm. with the Beasties. And then I did interview him once and what and he was Will Smith's tour DJ. This was in the early aughts, and I, I always was respectful i mean will smith's ties to scientology you know are problematic but that will smith would always recognize his hip-hop roots and always throw a lifeline to people who influence him so Bismarck was not only a great rapper but he was a great beatboxer and he was a really good club dj he was yeah. a really good club dj and also um one of the first people to really get nailed was sampling and he sampled alone again oh he was the, he was
2: he's like the case for it. yeah him,
3: <laughs> yeah him and him and and uh de La soul yeah. with the turtles but and then his next album he came out it was called all samples cleared but yeah died way too young 57 years old I mean but just a lovely guy and and you know just a Friend is, is a classic, and I hate using that word because it's overused, but it really is, but he's more than that, and just, you know, I'm sure everyone listening to this does know who he is, but, you know, pour a little something out for um, for the biz, because no one does beat the biz. Um, what do you and think I love you to see you?
2: all of the love that he's getting.
3: Yeah, because you get the sense there are people that just never... Pissed any Mike D from uh, formerly of BC's wrote a wonderful uh, we posted that Mike D Talib Quelly performed Just a Friend the other night, the Blue Note. Yeah, it's across the board. It's across the board. And it's not just the usual stupid celebrities who had absolutely nothing to do, like you know, it's not Chris <laughs> Jenner going, Oh, Bismarcky, it's like sit down, you know, it's people who know him. <laughs> <laughs> when like people like I need, oh no, my one, God. Needs to need, no they, one needs to know what you, no one needs to know what you think. No it's one cares. A, no, what no, you my think. favorite
2: is always like, did you ever meet? Well, no, but no, they inspired me so much. It's like no, bitch, they inspired everybody. That's why they sold eight hundred and fifty thousand million records. Have a seat. No one cares. Stop trying to get your name out there. Oh, oh, my favorite is the people who don't know and immediately the Instagram, because I call it the Instagram Russia. Let's all find the photo that no one else has and put it up and then write the caption and you will just like, girl, guy, please. Somebody help me. Somebody help. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have been kind of turned out. I feel like the girls, Hurt me. All of the girls have started to say, you know what? We've been sitting in our feelings with these feeling songs. You now mean the women? The but, women, you mean? Well, you know, I call them my girls.
3: I know. Girls. I'm teasing yes. you.
2: Yes. But Normani finally has made a star making turn. Thank you, Normani. It only took 9,000 songs, 80 videos. I'm like, what the fuck is happening for you to come out with Wild Side? Her new single featuring Cardi B that is that is amazing. He's
3: choking up. He's so excited no. that he was Ms. choking thing,
2: up. My allergies, because of all of this rain, like I feel I like everything is just blooming. I am it's on fleek. Um no. she's giving me chocolate goddess. I love it. I love the You're song. I me. love You're the video. You're gonna hate me so much. Right I know now. you don't like it. I no. know, but the thing is, I love it. I think that uh, she's been trending all weekend. This is the star making turn people are waiting for for, from her. Is the song breaking new ground? No, it's not breaking new ground. But I also realize that is the trend of music. We're older, so while we may want something different, what the young, that's in the lane of what they're doing, and she did it well, so I'm happy for her.
3: Yeah, I'm not not mad at it, I only listened to it once. I just, like, you couldn't tell me it was Normani or anybody else.
0: But I think well, I liked. Warford, yeah,
3: I liked. Yeah. What was the song? the The one where she, uh, um, uh, the one with the big dance number. They Motivation. Yeah, I liked that song. It was. Weird. I liked it
2: too. I thought that was great, but it didn't work. People didn't care. That's this so one, weird. And if I thought so when weird. I heard that, great they. You just don't even know what you the don't thing know. is that people are going to gravitate toward. Do you? Just I don't will know. applaud her
3: for not putting out yet an, uh, yet another person jumping on the dance music background right. uh, bandwagon. And I know you love the Shakira song, and you're I really lo- going to hate. You're I really lo- going to hate me with I
2: love house music, Shakira. I love this song. House I think music,
3: it's, sh- then we listen to a different song.
2: Well, it's old. It's it's like an old house beat, really. for right. don't wait up. What song did you listen to?
3: That's what I listened to. With okay. the
2: night surfing. Yeah, that beat is an old house beat. <laughs> all, right, I'll have, all right.
3: Here's my problem with the song. Mm-hmm. I love Shakira. And one mm-hmm. of the things I love, I mean, I loved her when she was the Colombian Alanis Morissette, which mm-hmm. is how I she was it she, Yeah, she
2: was a rock girl in the beginning. With the brown yeah.
3: hair. Mm-hmm. I love her. And one of the things I love about, I like a lot of things about her, but one of the things I love about her is that her voice is, you know, it's her as soon as she sings. Yeah. This could be any woman. I have, there's no Shakira-ness to this song. Where's the vocal thing? I love that about her. You know, I love the warbling and the kind of, so it's a good song, but I just don't hear.
2: I, I, this thing, it sounds 1,000% like her. Like she's that too percent.
3: iconic. Uh, well, not iconic, but she's too established an artist. She's too, I feel, and this is, I don't know. But I feel like she was told make something so you can blend in no, with everybody else. I just no,
2: she wrote I, that shit. First of all, she wrote it, and I know, but, and yeah. I think that that's just the vibe she's in. You know, when everybody gets to the forties, is when we go through the dance album phase, Miss Thing. No, they I'm all... not talking <laughs> about the dance
3: album phase. I'm talking about her vocals.
2: But and I like she... the vocal on this. I like that there's that she's singing this song with a little less vibrato because I don't think this song calls for that much of it but it sounds like her and I like it I like I like the beat I'll have to, to it. go
3: back I'll have to go back to it
2: and I, I like the it. video I like the night surfing I think it's really really cool it's a, it's a moment listen I'm we're coming into we're coming into where the end part of the third quarter as we go into the fourth quarter you know starting September which is traditionally this is traditionally the heavy hitters time of everybody right. coming out with their sauce I you know we still we know we've got hopefully Rihanna coming. The video she was shooting in the Bronx was for ASAP Rocky's album. So we'll see what that is. But hopefully that'll be a good tie-in to her. And you know, if, if I mean, I personally think since it has been since 2016 since Lemonade dropped, Noah Miss Thing, I think that we, you know, she's due for a record before the end of the year. So we'll see, yeah. right?
3: And I'm sure it'll be dropped at like 6:02 in the morning <laughs> we'll have to sit there. <laughs> um,
0: Or it'll I, only
3: it'll only be available with a COVID vaccine.
0: Now, can I
2: just say I hope for her? I hope this actually is her dance music album phase because, yeah, you know, the, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, been, got, I, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. time <laughs> for you to make us all dance and sing again. It's like. I've, we've gotten the message. Yeah, we
3: got it. <laughs> your husband's a dick, and your father's an ass. All right, we got it. Now, now I'm I, ready for. Now move I'm on. Like, I'm
2: ready for shake your ass, on, i We got I need a little, it, yeah,
3: we got it. Um, I listened to. I've been listening. I listened to two a couple songs which I really really like. A uh, pop smoke. We've talked about him before. Yeah, and yeah. I really admit that I slept on him, and I am bad, Amy, for that. Yeah. Um. This obviously he was uh killed about two years ago, and his manager and head of his record label, Stephen Victor, who's a really nice guy, who I will always love because he got my then teenage sons into uh clips shows because my son was mm-hmm. obsessed with the clips. Um, which is either really good parenting on my part or really <laughs> bad parenting on my part. I don't know. But I, I, like, I like Pusher T, too. But anyway, um, he's got this song. He's got two songs out that are really good. One is Demeanor with Dua Lipa. Le- Obviously, they did not ro- record it together. Obviously, her vocals were put on after his passing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good track. But the one I really like is called More Time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of moodier. Um He's an interesting artist, was an interesting artist. And what's kind of cool about it, and I didn't know this, is it, you know, it's got an interesting beat, but one of the guys who also produced it was the guy named Nicholas Patel, and he scored Moonlight. He was the oh. guy who did the orchestration for Moonlight. So it's got a very cinematic, moody feel. And I'm really digging this woman, and I'm getting all this from the New York Times of all places. They do a really cool playlist every week. Um, Xenia Rubinos, have you ever heard of her? no. Okay, this record, it's called Working All the Time. It is everything. I mean, really? there's 9 million things going on at once, and uh-huh. yet it's very short. It's 2 minutes and 30 seconds. You've got Funkmaster Flex, Horns. You've got reggaeton beats. You've got dance beats. It, it's all over the place. And it's, it's just... She's just really interesting. I don't know anything about her. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if she's American, and I don't know if she's Latinx. I don't know anything about. Her. She sings in English, but it's just a very one of the. You know, every once in a while, you'll have somebody who seems to throw everything at the wall, and it works.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is
3: one of those things, and it's two minutes. I mean, it's short, and it's like
2: only... it's like the kids always say. You know, I heard that two minute song, Amy, and I heard Sophie all over it. <laughs> <laughs> we still can't get over that one, but I, we're going to move on. No, no, two, <laughs> no. No, no, You left off the best part. What, what? Two.
3: The two-minute two song <laughs> that had
2: six producers. It had six producers, and I, I was
3: like, heard her, uh, I was yeah, like "Did you? Yeah. Did you really?
2: You did? Yeah. Which really? part? Which part?" <laughs> yeah,
3: which part, yeah. In the two and a half-minute song with six producers. Did you, yeah, I know. Well, this is not a case. I don't know who produced it. I don't know anything about this woman, but it's a very, very cool, a very, very cool little. um, Song I like it so I'd it, be interested what you think of. Okay, of, can I you
2: tell you some weird shit? What? This weekend I got into a oddly enough a fifth dimension K hole.
3: Well, that's not oddly enough, honey. That's because of Summer of Soul. We're all kind of mm. reconsidering them. And right
2: I never really I have a couple of the oh. albums on vinyl and I, that someone you know that I that I kind of got and never really played them. And then this weekend, all of a sudden, I just started pulling out. Fifth Dimension albums and just really, they were really groovy, groovy, kind of funky and doing their thing, man. Those albums are great.
3: And also, we're we're very instrumental in giving Laura and I. Uh, the Nero, um, mainstream success.
2: Yeah, so because she, she never- soul, soul Picture. Yeah. Soul
3: Stone and Wedding Bell, Bell, Bell
2: I mean, she never had hits with her songs, but everybody else who covered her songs seemed to well, have hits so, singing her songs. Yeah,
3: well, you know, Laura, yeah, she didn't fit the, what you're supposed to look like as a singer-songwriter, but- um, yeah, and what I love about Summer Soul, and we've discussed is the documentary which is on Hulu, which is very much worth watching. Is, is that, that
2: why they suddenly got back in my consciousness? Yes, is yes. that what it is? Because I'm yes. like, what made me go to this? No, they
3: are a major part of yeah. that film. And one of the things, there is a absolutely beautiful sequence of, of Marilyn McCoo and, and Billy Davis watching themselves perform back then. But what's... what? Is interesting listening to the Fifth Dimension now because I grew up; they were all over TV all the time. Is seeing them placed within firmly within the context of black music because they were right. not back then. Right. They were not seen as. Um, I mean, yes, they were a pop group, but seeing them perform live, they are. It's a very different thing when they're performing in Harlem than when they were on the Smothers Brothers.
2: Right. Right. So
3: it's it's very it's it's a it's a great movie. But yeah, that's why. Of course, they're in the zeitgeist right now. People are talking about oh, the fifth dimension, the fifth dimension. You know. Um, All right. So I got I'm 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 at a loss for words. So maybe um, you want to give give you do this so well. Give our little tags.
2: Well, our little tags. Uh, this show you, is brought to you by Courtney and Amy. Yes. <laughs> Courtney and Amy, they're available for parties, dances. Uh, exactly. <laughs> we open up at strip clubs, but before the titties come out, because we don't do that. Not and anymore. shout out to the old school I'm baby kidding. doll. I did. Y'all heard you that. As a coffee, she's like, not anymore.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was. I again. I, I. always have. I was a bartender.
2: What did you? You were a bartender at the baby doll. Mm-hmm. What's in the spot of the baby doll now? What is that? Like some fucking Oh, it's probably Rondo like, a, it's probably like a
3: wine bar or some right. shit <laughs> like
2: that. <laughs> right. So you guys, you know the spiel. Thank you for listening to us. Check out uh Pantheon Podcast, yes. uh our fam. There's so many music shows, scripted, tons of scripted shows, every kind of genre of music. You know, you will really find something for everybody and just it's an amazing amazing network we're very happy to be a part of and we you know are. where you can find us because you're listening to us and um
3: <laughs> you passed you passed
2: you know, the first pass. you know what i mean you passed the so first uh we just want to thank you guys for rocking with us this is show 58 we can't believe it and uh, 58 no, no, no. yeah
3: 57
2: no 50 57? Is 57 is it 57 are you sure? Well, I don't even one, know. it's one of those It's 50. one of those you numbers. Know, you know, you once you it, get above 50, you
3: start lying about your age I need anyway. that stuff. What's
2: that commercial where the people are like, I could think so much better now? Is it Preva something? Yeah, we can't and even, remember the, can't the even remember the name of the medicine. I can't even yeah. remember the name of the pill that says, you might have anal medicine. bleeding, but you'll remember. So Feels. that's a really okay. great thing. Please um, stop
3: talking <laughs> about
2: your blood life. Uh, no. No, 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 honey. I'm sorry. No. no. This is platinum puss. This azalea banks was hey, Azealia Banks. Oh, her new song, Fuck Him All Night, is really good too. Fucking Them All Day and Fucking them All Night. I really like it. It's raunchy, but it's good. I like her. I like her music. She gets in her own way. If she would not have gotten in her own way. But her music is always good. Look, it's good sort of cunty, cunty. She's just a a little, she's just a little problematic. But um, anyway, you know the deal. Follow us, talk to us on Facebook, talk to us on Twitter, finish Ima, and uh, Instagram, I'ma let you finish NY. Facebook, I'ma let you finish, all one word. And uh, we'll see you next week.
3: See you guys.
0: And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive.
3: It looks like your luggage is over fifty pounds. Is there anything you can take out?
0: Oh yeah. Let me just toss all these twenty dollars bills.
3: Great. Let me grab you a trash
0: can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Potential savings will vary.